Oh, wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube at the Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. You could plop us a follow over on Spotify, or you could toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host who Whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are yeah. you? I've seen better days. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, what was I was smiling a lot during that intro because obviously you nail it like you always do. Yeah, this but, time I kind of messed up a little bit. Uh, ah, you're, it was totally fine. I felt it. I felt uh, it in my lungs. Well, you tell that feeling to go hit the road because it right. was totally fine. Thank you. Uh, but in the Discord... Um, I believe it was Green Gorilla or, mm-hmm. or, or, but they're like, Hey, I'm, I, I'm all out of old episodes to listen to. So I'm going to go back and listen to like the older, older ones that, to like finally catch up. It was like, why does it only start on episode 68 on the, the podcast feed or whatever? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, Joe had to change feeds and yeah. it kind of mess it up, whatever. But then I think Marcus O'Neill or somebody else found the YouTube video of the first time i was on the show oh that's rough of star wars battlefront gameplay not us on camera or anything yeah and i was like let me see what the intro is like and just how how it sounds and back then you only referred to me as your good friend kyle (laughs) so we've grown we've grown yeah it's wild to hear hear what we were like back then <laughs> i know man it, it's and it's really it really is the ultimate sales pitch for our patreon because yeah. man did we not sound good at all <laughs> oh and that was before i was the co-host yes. you just had me up for a one-off and i went to psx and then came back and and now you're look at this one of the hey, top playstation podcasts on the internet who would have hey. thought Shout out to you, Great Britain. Yeah, shout out, man. We're killing it over there. I have no idea as to why. It's like the reverse, <laughs> you know, Beatles invasion. It's just mm. two fat guys from, you know, America, <laughs> and everybody's losing their biscuits yeah. and oats over there in the UK <laughs> over us. And oats. Yeah. Yeah. All right, serious question before we talk about all the PlayStation stuff. Of course. Because, yeah. you know, the new My Chemical Romance single dropped. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that's been on repeat. Obviously, oh, I've yeah. already listened to it to it over 100 times what is your ultimate like childhood and i'm talking like adolescent maybe even teen when you think back what are like your top band or like artists that you would listen to man (sighs) okay the 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 first first one that comes to my mind uh okay there's two now i gave it a second another (laughs) one popped up Mm -hmm. uh it'd be a tie between lincoln park of course and the killers Oh God! Uh, th- yes. Those those two were like on repeat for me on the yeah. bus ride with my uh, CD-ROM player, <laughs> my Walkman <laughs> disc player. Yep. Where like if the bus would like bounce, hit a pothole, this, the music would scratch, and I would or skip, and like, oh come on, <laughs> just at the good part that I have to restart the whole song yep. all, all over again. Yeah, those are my jams. Yeah. So whenever I listen to those now. They bring me back to me on the bus or walking down the driveway back home or whatever Same. after school. Like yeah. I could, I could, I know all the lyrics of like every single My Chemical Romance song. 
Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a mm-hmm. sad obsession that I have. It's borderline sad. And I when I think about like childhood, it's always going to be the Beatles first and foremost. Beatles are yeah. it. All right. Mine are my mom's rock bands like Guns so N' Roses, ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds exactly like them. <laughs> Already five minutes of voices. But to me, when I think back as a kid, like it's my my chemical romance and Lincoln Park were middle school. But like again, like those will always remain amazing. Like they like these oh, yeah. didn't change. And mm-hmm. then I think high school has to be a day to remember. Avenged. Of course, I was getting into metal, so disturbed was there. Oh yeah. All that remains, I think, hit. Two weeks hit, I think, a year after I graduated. So, like, that's where I started to get introduced to metal. And that's, like, my genre of choice. Mm. You know? So, I always, like, mm-hmm. give, give props to Old Avenged. I was listening oh, yeah. to him in the car. I'm like, ah, oh, what happened? Yeah, dude. What happened? <laughs> you know? So good. And they were my first band I ever saw live. Oh, I, I don't, I don't want to speak about my first concert I ever saw. Oh, no. I'll be made fun of relentlessly, but wow, I'll say it, it anyway. No, just say it. Uh, I it was college freshman year. I okay. went with a friend, another fellow Kyle. We drove okay. to Pennsylvania. Two Kyles uh, better than one. Hey, and we <laughs> we saw well Chevelle opened. Chevelle was awesome. Chevelle, okay. Uh, Trapped was also there, which is unfortunate. A uh, very unfortunate. And they were uh, opening up the show for uh, Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone shame this man. Hey, I will stand my Shame ground. Him. Nickelback has some jams. All right. Oh boy. I'm le- I'm saying it right now. I'm putting my foot down. I would not be upset if we got some one star reviews. I apologize, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> look at this photograph. No, all right, I'll stop. Hey, look at all this news we're about to talk about. How about I know. that? All right. Yeah. PlayStation Plus. This is what we're going to be talking about this week. PlayStation Plus tiers finally have their launch lineup we finally know what's going to be in this service we're going to be talking about the last of us remake seemingly coming this holiday and what this means for the playstation lineup like god of war we're going to be talking about silent hill 2's remake how it's being made by bloober team and we'll be hearing much more about it in the coming weeks and there is a ff7 remake update coming very soon all that And Jim Ryan puts his foot directly in his mouth and more on this week's episode of the trophy room. Before we do, it's time for our Patreon pitch. Uh, Like we always say each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your life situation is, it really does mean a lot. And it helps the show out a great deal. If you go over to patreon.com slash PS trophy room. It's the reason why we sound so good. Look so great is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS trophy room. If you don't believe me, go back to the battlefront episode. Oh, yeah. You're going to find oh, yeah. things have greatly improved here. <laughs> that being yes. said, I want to thank our newest members, uh, Millennial Falcon Gaming at the Silver Plus tier. Welcome aboard, sir. I want to thank our Platinum members, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our Gold members, Too Soon, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Ren, Metal Kirby, Awesome Dave, Robbie Bobby Miller, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Nagachaka, Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jedis Von Metal, Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brent 
Elton Zachary, Kay Grimm, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Drellish, Foolish Fuji, Annie Daynell, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vigia, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Stephen Flesh, Jinx the 23rd, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, and the Aztec King himself. Thank you all so much for donating and being a part of this community. We would not be here without your support. So thank you. And God knows, uh, real real talk, your generosity means that I don't have to sell a shaving cream brand, a Manscaped ad. All right? Because you know what? It's not the best a man could get. That's Harry Shavers. I will shell for them, but I don't (laughs) think they do podcast things anymore. I, think I also don't it. think anyone's going to trust us with two full beards. I very clearly am not grooming with anything. Well, no, I mean, I'm shaving my head right here. Oh, sure. You know, <laughs> and with the best shavers now at Manscaped, we can get 20% off. I, I'm not laughing at, at your your hairline or anything. Yeah. I'm laughing because before we started recording, I said, hey, what's that on your forearms? Like, oh, it's ketchup. It's still there. <laughs> I tried to rub it off. You can't. Oh, you know, how long has it been there? Oh, you were, you're the one oh. that pointed it out. It could have been days, oh, weeks, geez. even. <laughs> Shop now at Manscaped. An insight to... into Joe's headspace. <laughs> yeah, real talk. It's not built beautiful in there. All right, Kyle. <laughs> Enough of our fake shelling for brands that we will not represent, hopefully, anytime soon. It's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up comes from Andy Robinson over at VGC. Sony has revealed some of PS Plus's new classic PS4 and PS5 games. Sony has confirmed a partial list of games that will be made available as part of its revamped PlayStation Plus subscription service, which is due to launch in Asia next week. PS Plus's new extra and premium tiers will include a library of PS4 and PS5 games that will include Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Demon's Souls, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, NBA 2K22, and more, Sony said on Monday. In addition, the platform holder confirmed some of the PS1 and PSP games coming to its premium tier. First-party titles include Ape Ape Escape, Hot Shots Golf, and Siphon Filter, and third-party games include Mr. Driller and Tekken 2. Sony notes that the list of games released on Monday, which can be seen below this article, contains a, quote, a selection of games planned for the service. It previously previously said the PS Plus premium tier would include a library of over 700 games, including 400 downloadable PS4 and PS5 titles. According to Sony, select PS1 and PSP games will sport a new user interface with menus that allow users to save their game at any time or rewind gameplay. Also, players who have previously purchased the digital version of games from the original PlayStation and PSP generation will not have to make a separate purchase or sign up to PlayStation Plus to play these titles on PS4 or PS5, it said. Quote, when these titles are released for PS4 and PS5, players can head to PlayStation Store and download a version for the consoles at no extra cost if they already own the digital version of the title. Some of the titles will also be available for individual purchase. Additionally, some remastered classics from previous console generations will be added to the PlayStation Plus Premium Deluxe Plan, such as Siren and Jack 2. Finally, Sony confirmed a partial list of PS3 games that will be made available for streaming and the first titles to be made available for free game trials. For PS Plus Essential, which is the standard PS Plus tier similar to what is available today, new free games will continue to be added on the first Tuesday of the month, Sony said. An additional monthly refresh will occur in the middle of each month with new games for the PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium Deluxe 
plans. The number of games refresh will vary per month, Sony said. Ubisoft announced on Monday that its Ubisoft Plus subscription service is coming to PlayStation with a Ubisoft Plus Classics range coming to PlayStation Plus. That's a lot. Thank you for yeah. reading that, Kyle. There's a Not lot a to problem. break down here. There's a lot to unpack here. But I do want to comment on one of the games called Mr. Driller. Hardly know her. <laughs> All right. There you oh, go. boy. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> Cancel me later. Listen, Kyle, this is... Yeah. This is a lot here, and this is not the full lineup. No, this is this is just just the beginning. So what I'm kind of picking up here is that th- these are the games that will be in every territory. So I bet yeah. in Asia there will be some games that we don't have here, and mm-hmm. we'll have games here that you know Europe doesn't have. So I bet these are just the ones that they know for sure are coming everywhere so they get to speak on them. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see that there are a great selection of games here, surprisingly so, um, at launch, and we're not yeah. even at the full list. So let's start off with the first question, and you could write in, just like Lord Corgi did via at us at PS Trophy Room or join our Discord community at the Trophy Room Discord server. Corgi writes, PlayStation Plus revamp lineup so far. Is it a slinger or not? Great question. Great question, Corgi. How dare you? Great question. Slanging left and right, I'd say. I'm really very visual aid. I'm I'm really impressed. I actually Same. really like this lineup. And can I tell you something, Kyle? Yeah. You're right. How many times have we complained week in, week out? And you're like, no, let's hold the line. We'll get to judge it when it's here. Yeah. You've judged it. Yeah. Are you, here's Throw it back in my face. Oh, I will never throw anything in your face unless you say something it, bad about, about the games I love. Yeah, uh, yeah I, it is. it is what I thought it would be. And... While I wish it was the full list, mm-hmm. um, it's it's great. I'm happy that they finally talked about it. I was a few days off. Um, but, yeah, it's, I think it's great. I think the PS1 classics and stuff are a little underwhelming, mm-hmm. if I'll be totally honest. Mm-hmm. But to balance that out, the number of high-quality third-party and first-party games that we're getting for PS4 and, and PS5 titles are ridiculous. Yeah absolutely ridiculous yeah i think one of the questions is gonna talk about it here i think drellish writes in with okay i feel more than okay with the playstation plus tier reveal i would like to add some suggestions to kind of enrich it i think the biggest benefactors of playstation plus are for those who have or are new to the playstation ecosystem or recent subscribers ideally there should be a tier slash point system for those who have been loyal and subbed ps plus for many years i think uh, like started in 2011 or 2012 what do you guys think of giving exclusive rights slash discounts to games for long-standing playstation members almost like a loyalty point system slash credits for your next purchase slash no uh, charge tier upgrades i find myself in the position of owning many of the games announced and somehow the deal feels a little stale just for me personally what are your thoughts and could a long-standing loyalty be a factor for consideration let your imagination run wild um it's true in a sense where like 
I own a lot of these PS4 games. Like Same. Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. I own. Um, you know, AC Valhalla, I have. You know, there's a lot of games on this list that, like, to me, I take a look at the PlayStation Plus tier system. I say, anyone that is just coming from the play or like an Xbox to a PlayStation 5, like, if you just bought a PlayStation 5, this is a no brainer. This is yeah, a no brainer thing you pick up. The instant game collection when PS5 launched with the PS Plus benefit. Yeah. And just like injected it with steroids, like it's Jose Canseco. Oh, like it is, it is that's way a, more that's than a that deep is. cut. Uh, even I understand, Kyle. Hey, see, I, yeah, I have sports references that go. everyone can get. Um, yeah, I think that this is a bigger and better selection than that was, and that was already pretty fantastic. Yeah, and like, like we have alluded to, it's still not the full list. Yeah. Like there's still going to be more that are going to be shown off in a very short time. It's going to be here very soon. Yeah, I, dude, I, I'm right there with you. I think, you know, for me, it's not, it's not like the home run I would want it to be, but I'm not complaining just because I have played Returnal, I have played Miles. We're covering it on the show, but like for anyone that's picking up a PlayStation Five for the first time, the first mm-hmm. time. There's just so much value here that you can't turn away from. Like, yeah, no. you know, you're getting Returnal, you're getting Miles Morales, you're getting uh, AC Valhalla, you're getting Ghost of Tsushima, you know, you're getting a lot of quality games here. And sure, some of them you probably played through, but a lot of them you probably haven't. And so by giving these games the opportunity to find new audiences, that's really awesome. And I think it opens, you know, that service up and th- those audiences up way more so i i really dig it and i just counted the number of playstation studios titles yeah that have been announced only playstation studios there's 38 of them in there (laughs) like that's a lot of first party support that will be there on the system including a lot of housemark games yeah which i feel like a lot of people played returnal they want to know more about housemark go play alienation Go play Matterfall, which is one that I missed out on. Same I, I, here. I skipped by it. So I'm happy it's gonna be here. I'm gonna hop in and play it. Yeah. Like there's Less Guardian is it's one that I would love to play. And I and realized I was on the instant game collection, but knowing that it's going to continue to be here as well. And and like third party stuff like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, play that game. Play you it know, for like, God's sake. Control, Celeste, like yeah. Even th- as you get a ton dis- of Far Cry games in there, man, that's awesome. Yeah, and as, as much as we were, we didn't gel with it. I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two, Red Dead Redemption, gigantic. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big get as for it as well. So there's a lot of really good things in here. Yeah, there really is. So like for me, like there's again, like for the people that have played most of these games that have the FOMO, like myself, um, the service isn't. Again, like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But, like, even I can realize that for the majority of people, this is actually a really, really well-done service. It's it's yeah. not, you know, again, Xbox people, settle down. It's not Game Pass quality. Game Pass mm-hmm. is a leagues above. But this is, a, this is a nice start to where Sony hopefully will be in the future. And that goes into the next question from Matthew Kennedy. He goes, all right. I feel like I got some news. I sorry, we I feel like we've got some news we've all been waiting for. Came even earlier than May 9th prediction. So close. 
but yet so pretty darn close. You guys never cease to amaze me. Oh yeah, and Matt Kim here from, uh, I'm sorry, Matthew Kennedy here from, you know, The Star. Uh, and my question involves us going back to June 2017 when Xbox first revealed Game Pass. That's what I think makes more sense when comparing Sony's initial release of the new PlayStation Plus. Do the two compare at all? Do you think that Sony so far has a pretty stellar service on their hands? Also, do you assume more games will be announced before we get access here in the States? Keep it up, guys. You are dialed in with your predictions and analyses. Um, Great question, Matt, from the star. Yet again, killing it, as always. Um, I don't know if we can compare, like, I don't think it's a fair comparison to say, Oh yeah, you know, Game Pass 2017 to this here right now. Yeah, I mean, I just pulled it up. There's over a hundred games that were when Game Pass launched on yeah. that system. Yeah. So to me, I have to judge this service by what the marketplace is right now because I've critiqued, you know, Halo Infinite a lot, and I've given you know, our good friend Ains some 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 crap of I think you're too lenient on this game. Because, yeah, we could give the, you know, infinite, the benefit of the doubt that in a year from now, things will get better. But we're in the here and now where Fortnite exists and Fortnite had its time to get its act together, just like Apex did, because the audience or that market wasn't established fully yet, where I take a look at this service where the market has been pretty telling of like game passes gotten better over the years where I can only compare this service to what is out right now in the market. And I don't think it's as compelling as what game Pass is right now. That being said, PlayStation people, please don't yell at me because I do think this is a stellar service. I do think that if you have missed out on a few of these uh, slanger games, that there are going to be there for you at launch. And yes, this is just an ounce of what we're going to be getting come game time in what is it like March? I'm sorry, March, uh, June 13th or 17th around there. So I do think this just because it's not as good doesn't mean it's bad. And I feel like when people equate, you know, one being better than the other, that the other has to be awful. It's like, no, I think one service is good and the other service is great. You yeah. Know? I don't yeah, know. What do you I, think? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I don't want to compare them because mm-hmm. you really can't. Like you said, they're two different things doing similar things, but like they're they serve different purposes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this is like I mentioned before. I was gushing about. It. I think this is fantastic. I, I, I do think it's only going to get better. Yeah, I, I think as when they open that vault up even more and get more PS One classics, more PSP games on there, uh, potentially a Vita. Who knows? Like, I, I think it's going to be even more impressive. Yeah. In addition, if they are going through all of them. And doing the remaster treatment where you can save wherever and rewind and Ooh. everything's like uprez and stuff like that's fantastic. Yeah, that's the other thing that yeah, some of these classics are going to be uprezed. You're going to get some frame rate increases as well, which is awesome. It's akin to what we've seen over on Xbox Land with some of their stuff as well. So mm-hmm. that's pretty darn cool to see. That being said, though, Rico writes in, and I really dig this question. 
with this lineup of classic games, do you think when the service goes goes live that it's a good time to subscribe to the premium version or should I wait? Honestly, the PlayStation 1, the, the classic games um, seem a bit stale. Like it's it's like not stale as in like these aren't like cyber filters not uh, an amazing oh, yeah. game because it is yeah. but like it, it seems like it's just a handful of games um like literally like what you read there is is what they have yeah for in this case, hot shots golf iq intelligent cube jumping flash siphon filter superstar is portable and then mr driller tekken 2 worms world oh. party and worms armageddon yeah that's it. And again, like when it comes to the PlayStation 4 list and PlayStation 5 list, there's way more games than what we just talked about. We'd be here for 40 plus minutes just talking about those yeah. games. So like for me, I think if you're if you're waiting for the premium tier, keep on waiting until they got something. Because I don't think the classic games right now hit pretty well. Uh, I think the PS1 era ones don't. Okay. I think I think when you go up even to the like the next year the PS4 versions yeah of like well, Dark Cloud 1 and 2 the entire Jack series true. uh Rogue Galaxy which is a highly underrated RPG mm. from Japan Studio it is stellar mm. like there there's some really good classic games in that tier as well so I I do wish there was still more I wouldn't be upset with anyone or or me shaking my head at them being like, why aren't you subscribing? Like, I get it. There's not like giant things there that you feel like you have to subscribe to day one to play. Right. But I, I it's a great building block and starting point for this service. And like, yeah, this is all they showed now. I'm mm. there might be even more because didn't that other siphon filter game also get rated? Yes, the multiple. PSP one. Yeah, multiple so ones. like they so, could have just threw threw a little bit out there and yeah. then wait until the day it launches and there's way more in there. Yeah, I, and I definitely hear what you're saying. Agree to it to an extent, but yeah. I still think right now, as it stands right now, from what we've seen, I don't think you need premium right now. Sure. But I do think we're going to get way more classics as we get closer to that date. That said, and I, I love this name so much, sir, never change it. All right. And actually change it legally if you can. Honey <laughs> Jabroni <laughs> writes in, uh, do you think the revamp of the service will allow adding to the library and play whenever once uh, you're still subscribed? Uh, like the current PlayStation Plus, or will it be like PlayStation Now, where some games come and go and have to be played in certain time windows? So just for clarification, as PlayStation did, um, so I'll say it for you here, Honey Jabroni, uh, it's going to work both ways, <laughs> where you're going to still get free games every month, right? Um, mm -hmm. That we we come to expect, right? So you're going to get like your, your, your games like your Curse of the Dead Gods, it at, and those are announced at the, the first of the month, right? Mm -hmm. And then the refresh, the games that will come and go, are announced mid-month. So it will be a little bit, like, I can guess that there's going to be some confusion there, but it's it's a kind of yes and no question. It's going to be a I, little I, yeah. confusing, I think. I feel like the refresh, I don't think every month games are going to be wiped out and new ones be brought right. in. 
Yes. I, I, I think their refresh means there'll be a little bit more added. Mm-hmm. And every maybe couple months, I feel like the third party games are where that will change like crazy. Absolutely. So like first party classic stuff, I feel will stay forever. Yeah. If they don't, that's weird. <laughs> that would be nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very weird. That's some great cl- clarification. So like, don't expect Guardians of the Galaxy, which you should play now. No. Please, for yeah. the love of God, I need a sequel. Um, Absolutely. You know, I don't expect that to be in the service forever. I bet that one has an end date, but for a game like God of War, I bet that's going to be there for a while, right? I bet yeah. that's there forever, or else that also, would be a huge head scratcher. The the Ubisoft games, I think, for sure, will stick around longer, because Ubisoft Plus is also now coming yeah, to PlayStation. which is cool. So, like, it, it kind of feels like... Is that part like, of this, or no? Is that separate? It's sort of like you... Yes and no. That's something that they're also going to have to clarify, yeah. but it does seem like right now... Ubisoft Plus is kind of fused with PlayStation with Plus, the equivalent of how EA Play is a part of Game Pass. That's yeah. how this okay. is going to work for PlayStation, Sweet. it seems, as of right now. So, yeah, like some of those Ubisoft games may come and go, but for right now, they're, they'll be there. So I bet there's going to be a window for for some of these games for sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's going to be, again, I... I I, I really like the suite of games that they have right now. For the most part, if you have not, you know, if you missed out on some PlayStation 4 gems, missed out on some Ubisoft classics, mm-hmm. you got them here on the service. And I feel like that is a pretty damn compelling deal. That said, yeah, let's get let's get a few more questions. Rapid fire on this yeah. one. Uh, M9 Prime writes, do you think these PlayStation Plus tiers will work similar to PlayStation now in its current state? Currently, someone can be on PlayStation Now and play PlayStation 4 games streamed to their PC. Or do you think, sorry, do you think that PlayStation 5 games will have that option? Will players be able, all right, here's, here's this, this is where this question gets crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, strap in. Uh, will players be able to open the equivalent PlayStation Now app and stream Returnal on their computers? Why or why not? So you don't, need to own a PlayStation 5 to try PlayStation 5 games. I, I'm i also talking about only using PlayStation Now app, not remote play. That's um, a great question. That's a great question. And I feel like they haven't even alluded to that because even they aren't sure yet. <laughs> I bet. <dude. laughs> I bet. I, that opens a whole other can, can of worms. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to place a, a wager that if the extra tier is you have the option of downloading or streaming that the download is directly on a PlayStation app and the streaming portion would be on your laptop on the respected app, whatever it is mm-hmm. um, on your tablet or whatever. That's what I think. Uh, so I honestly, that would be a great way for people to try Returnal. Cause like I tried that on my, on my uh, steam deck and let me tell you something was not a, a bad experience. Like on the remote play functionality that I was able to use, I was getting some decent just frames like it wasn't dropping. So to me, I I feel like, yeah, I I think you'll be able to stream these games on your PC for sure. Sweet. That said, Scott White writes in, what classic forgotten franchises would you like to see get new exposure as an available classic offer in the service? Oh, great question. That's a great, great one. Great Can I question. say it? Can I say mine? Go for it. So weak it in. Want to know why? Oh, yeah, why? Because I don't know what that game is. 
<laughs> it's JRPG. It's a JRPG. I'm gonna give yeah. it. A tr- I gotta give these goddamn games a try. I've been pl- playing. Um, elite. Uh, what is it? Iodin Chronicles Rising. Iodin Cry- Chronicles Rising, because I heard that's a spiritual successor. So like, there's so many PS1 games because I was eight years old. <laughs> I wasn't able to go out and buy that. I would want to go and and try and Suikoden has just such a a classic following cult following that I really want to try. Also, I don't know if the Metal Gear games are on there. Don't think so. Mm. So I would like I would like some of that in this service for sure. Yeah, Uh, I I think what I was just going to go with it, just get those classic JRPGs from PlayStation one era yeah. on this service. That is, and Scott white is professor RPG. Like he, <laughs> he knows his RPGs. So like, give me legend of dragoon. Give me my star ocean. Second story. You, you got, give me Xeno gears and, and more wild arms and a uh, uh, vagrant story. And like all these incredible RPGs that define PlayStation. And I, I, I want them to get new life and, and to be able to be played f- whenever you want. Like, yeah. it, it, it is something that I very, very so much miss. I um, really hope that the classic games don't leave. Like, I hope those same. are the ones that forever stay if we get yes. to pick. Because I feel like those are also the cheapest to leave on the service as well. And I'm trying to think, like, because I, how does Nintendo do it with? theirs god only online knows. service god only knows i think I, you do try- have to make a blood ritual sacrifice <laughs> of some kind to work like are, are, are all those super nintendo games like are they the same or do they get switched out that's a good question any nintendo dork out there because i don't <laughs> oh, i genuinely know. don't know i i haven't yeah. used it so i don't know me neither me neither but yeah that's a great question i wouldn't want them to but I have a feeling Nintendo's like, you have three weeks. <laughs> Play it now or else, you know? Yeah, before we re-release it again with a shiny <laughs> exactly. new color. Exactly. Somewhere in the like, game. So, like, someone wisecracks and Nintendo's like, or else what? And you just hear cocking of a gun like, or else. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll kill Mario again. All right. <laughs> Alec Bobko writes in. This is the last question on this. Keeping it simple. What tier are you going with? I'm locked oh. in with Prime. I'm sorry, uh, premium. Yeah, premium all day, baby. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. I'm playing Cypher Filter day one. You kidding me? Oh, <laughs> dude, I cannot wait. I can't wait to bring my brother in the room be like, look at this. We're in grandma's house they, again. Let's they go. Didn't, they didn't say anything about trophies for those old games, right? That is something great to point up. They did because have, again, that those was blueprints. That a few months ago, right? Yeah, those blueprints of having classic games. I'm sure the PS4 support. ones will. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you can like I platinum Dark Cloud mm-hmm. on PS4 already. So humble like, brag, humble brag. Yeah, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real so I hope so. Here. Yeah, hey. yeah. I, I really do. I hope so. I hope they add trophies to to at least some of these classics, and I, especially PSP. Because if I'm not mistaken, PSP was supposed to be the first system to have trophies or trophy mm. support. So it only makes sense that you could kind of maybe flip that switch. I don't know how development works. That'd yeah, be totally I think cool wasn't. Though. Wasn't Super Stardust the first game with trophies? I believe so. And, and Uncharted. Yeah. So I would like to see after. those. I would like to see those. Also, the the one last thing that is the stain still is that PS3 games are only streamable. 
Yeah. Which is just a complete bummer. I, they really need to get emulation on that system done stat because to me, I'm like, all oh, this sounds great. PSP, PS1, PS2. That's awesome. I get to relive and visit games that I never got the chance to play. And then I take a look at PS3 and I'm like, but I'm not, not touching any of those right now. If that makes any sense. But yeah. there you go. That's our thoughts on the service to us. Can this I, is pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. very good. Can I really quickly just talk about, I looked up the, what the first trophy games Please. were. I found an article from Wired Uh-oh. July 1st, uh, 2008, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, here's just what it, it says. Now that we know all about the PS3's upcoming trophy system, here's a look at what games will be the first to support the new free feature. You quest for bronze, silver, and gold trophies. Even platinum ones if you manage to collect all three. Whoa! <laughs> and, and it's Super Stardust HD, Buzz, yeah. Little Big Planet, Motorstorm, Pain. Yeah. Remember Pain? Oh, great! Game. I remember. Resistance 2, SOCOM. Ooh, put the old Soulcom games on. I there. was surprised that didn't make the Ooh. list. I mean, those are those are more online, right? Weren't they even back Ooh, then? That's true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Kyle, listen, we like this service. Yes. Let's talk about let's talk about some rumors and speculation now. A lot of rumors about this one IP over the last week. Andy Robinson over at VGC writes Konami's Silent Hill plans could include a remake, full sequel, and episodic stories. A collection of leaked concept images appeared to confirm that a new Silent Hill is or was in development. This followed a VGC story from last February in which we we reported that Konami was planning to revive the long-dormant horror game series. Now, details are emerging on what some of those projects could look like. As first mentioned by influencer Nate the Hate and journalist Jeff Grubb, one of the in-development titles could be a remake of fan-favorite 2001 installment Silent Hill 2. It's claimed that the remake will feature reworked AI, animations, puzzles, and several new endings, and potentially released as a timed exclusive on PlayStation consoles. The Medium Studio has been linked to the Silent Hill franchise franchise constantly over the past 18 months. Last year, the Polish developer announced a, quote, strategic cooperation agreement with Konami months after Bloober's CEO claimed it was working on an existing horror IP from, quote, a very famous gaming publisher. Silent Hill's composer Akira Yama. Yamaoka, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, Akira, even worked on Bloober's 2021 title, The Medium, and teased his next game project by stating that it was, quote, the one you've been hoping to hear about, end quote. And in an update from IGN's Joseph Scrabbles, following rumors that horror game developer Bloober Team is remaking the legendary Silent Hill 2, CEO Peter Babino has said he cannot comment, but hopes to make an announcement about the company's future projects. Quote, we can't comment on anything we are doing because we appreciate our relationship with our partners, of course. So we can't say anything. We will make an announcement about our future projects as soon as we can. So then you will know much more. Chuckling, he added, officially. Nice. <laughs> I got to say, Kyle, this kind of sucks. Can I can I be real with you? Yeah. And not, not like, like Silent Hill. I have no attachment to it. Just the way that like this has been teased so much that like, this is probably not the way he wanted it to go. Yeah, know? it's what we. I I feel like I and you. We've been saying it on the show forever. Yeah. Leaks happen. I hate leaks. Yeah, I hate things being talked about before we get to see them because it makes moments of like Adam Boys be like, "Here's a, a long franchise you've been waiting for." Final yeah. Fantasy VII remake being unveiled for the first time. Like yeah. those iconic moments from from 
video game showcases forever. It, it lessens that excitement to it. So you know, I, I hate hearing about it. Honestly, yeah. I and it, it bums me out too because because of the same reason. But it is funny how like first off we've been hearing it for a while, so it's okay. Well, we're hearing it, but then like leaked screenshots came out. And then, like, it, they were getting struck down. So, like, you knew these were legit because they were, real, yeah. they were being struck down. So, to me, it was, like, kind of like, what is it? Like, the Streisand effect, right? Where, like, because you're talking about that thing, it amplifies it. And so, mm-hmm. by that action, you amplify the fact that this is a real thing. That yeah. said, this is... I'm pretty excited for Silent Hill fans. And I'm also excited for, selfishly, myself because... Up until Dead Space, y'all, I was way too afraid to play any horror game. So, you know, Silent Hill was never on my radar, nor was Resident Evil for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's awesome that this is going to get that facelift so I could dive in. Because from what I understand, Silent Hill 2 is the best one in the series. From and, what I understand as well. And so to that, for that to hopefully get a remake hopefully the treatment of a resident evil really does excite me but kyle this is konami it is so where where are your hype where where's your hype what are you expecting out of here uh i mean i am expecting a ton of silent hill things uh kind of what they are talking about like i am honestly super excited for and i don't think it's the publisher was confirmed in any way, but like the episodic Silent Hill game that was is rumored to be an Annapurna thing, that is super exciting for yeah. me because I love Annapurna. Yeah. So for them to get Silent Hill and to do something cool with it I, is very exciting. Like you, I, I I didn't play spooky games for the longest time. I think I dabbled in the first Silent Hill back on PlayStation One. Like I think there was a demo or something. Mm-hmm. I got way too freaked out and, and <laughs> shut that thing down real quick. I'm gonna get um, the but I, I, you know, I watch a lot of Easy Allies. Yeah. Isla Hink loves Silent Hill Two, and mm-hmm. Ben Moore loves Silent Hill Two, and they talk about it a ton. Um, I'm excited to finally experience it because yeah. I do. And, and yeah, Konami still being at the helm. Worries That's- me, and also if I'm gonna be real, yeah, none of Bluebird Team stuff has like speak, excited me. Speak from heart, yeah. yeah it hasn't yeah. spoken to me yet. Yeah, I saw friend of the show Greg Miller tweet out that like Medium is better than Resident Evil uh, Village. Village. Greg, what are you smoking, man? I mean, I parenting has like taken Village. a toll. What's that? I'm sorry, say that. I didn't, I didn't dig Village a whole lot, so I didn't. But dig- I didn't even play the Medium, so yeah. I have no idea. Exactly. I played a little bit of a medium enough to enough to say, yeah, I think I'm good. So, yeah, no, for me, I'm right there with you. I I don't know how much I trust Bloober because other if if their game isn't layers of fear, it seems like it's it's a dud for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have hope because this is a prestigious IP. If PlayStation has struck a timed exclusivity deal. Hopefully they see something in it, but I'm not expecting a resident evil remake level no. treatment because um, I'm unsure about the developer and I'm very much not having any faith in the publisher. Absolutely. It's more publisher than anything. Honestly. Yeah. 
Honest to goodness. Yep. That said, enough of that Silent Hill stuff. Yeah. I want to talk about the remake that matters. The remake that keeps on just getting confirmed. <laughs> All right. By Matt Wales over at Eurogamer. Matt writes, Naughty Dog's much-rumored The Last of Us remake reportedly launching this year. Naughty Dog's much-rumored, but as yet still unannounced, The Last of Us remake for PlayStation 5 will reportedly launch before the end of this year. Word of a PlayStation 5 remake for The Last of Us first surfaced in April 2021, when Bloomberg reported the project had initially been in the works at Sony San Diego's based visual arts service group before Naughty Dog was asked to take over. Further evidence of the project's existence emerged earlier this year when a member of Naughty Dog's QA team listed, quote, unannounced remake on their resume, a reference since removed. Yet while there's still no official word on The Last of Us remake, rumors of the project continue to swirl with ever-leaky GamesBeat reporter Jeff Grubb making his appearance in the second story in a row, now claiming it's set for a 2022 release. Quote, I keep hearing that's coming out this year, Grubb said of the remake during the latest episode of Kind of Funny Games cast, as spotted by VGC, noting that he was, quote, pretty confident it would be launching this holiday. Grubb's claim follows a similar report by reliable leaker Tom Henderson in January, who said he'd, quote, heard from multiple people now, end quote, that the PS5 of PS5 project was, quote, nearly finished and could release during the latter half of 2022. And here's Kyle interjecting with his own thoughts. Suck it, Sean and Ryan. <laughs> Yo, they really, do we have that on our list? <laughs> oh, we 100% have it on our list. And we have Forza on the list, right? Yeah, and God of War. <laughs> hey, Sean. How you doing? Hey. How's those weeb games going for you, huh? Body pillow simulator on your list. How's that working for you, Sean? You piece of <laughs> got him oh man our fantasy critic league uh, it's getting it's getting toxic and i love how in our fantasy critic league the people that are pushing the toxicity are the hosts like it's like sean just like saying something like just something triggering like something very offensive and yeah. then like i come out with a very level-headed critique you know what i mean and then, and then i read it hours later and to myself i'm like huh okay sean but i never say it in the chat <laughs> and i bet that's the same <laughs> i'm sure ryan feels the same way <laughs> you're Ryan's just like i'm not I'm, I, I got satellites to move or whatever his job is you know <laughs> And over here, we're like two bozos calling each other. <laughs> just a couple of bozos. Love it. But listen, this remake, it's happening. Whether you complain about it on Twitter or not. And guess what? We're both buying it. Oh, Let's yes, we are. each other here. It's been, what, nine, ten years? Listen, That's I've been kid. watching. Not watching. I'm sorry. I've been looking at the Last of Us HBO show stills of yeah. the sets or whatever. I am itching to play that game again. Yeah. And every time I look at the stills, I'm like, oh, God, please do not Halo show me. Please. Oh, I have the utmost faith that it will be nowhere close to that. God, I, I know. I know. I know. But it's just. <laughs> it's from the writers of Chernobyl. I get it. We're, I get it. I know. The, the creators of Showrunner, it's just the Halo show scarring me, man. It's scarring I me. I got you. The I Master you. Chief should not. <laughs> the Master Chief <laughs> should be pure. So um, in this remake, Joe. But yes. Sorry. Are we getting Factions 2 in this as well? Great question, dude. That's are they holding on to it just to have it in this remake so it's a full package like the original game? Ew, there's a creepy spider. Oh, God. I looked up for th to think. 
Oh, oh my god, that's a fucking black widow. Uh, this is this is. It's not a black widow. Stop it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Does it have a red dot on the back? I don't know. It's very creepy. I don't like. All right. Well, I'm gonna live in fear. I gotta live in fear. Is it hanging over your bed? No, it's it's. But like, I don't know what direct. Like, I could move and I could, you know what I mean. Like, I could look sure. and it'd be gone. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Oh, You're gonna forget about it and look back and it's gone. It's like <laughs> on my shoulder or whatever. It's gonna freak me out, man. Anyway. Great question. That's why you're the best co-host. I'm going to deal with this fear later. Uh It's more scared of me than I am it. Exactly. And I am more positive than ever. This is, yeah. I think factions, here's what I think the rundown is. Factions and this are going to be the standalone release, right? And then like six months down the road, they're going to go to Tsushima Legends, this thing, Mm -hmm. where it's on the service, uh, it's on a tier list. And it's like for a separate purchase of like twenty bucks, thirty bucks. That's sure. what I think. Yeah. Honestly, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's again, it'd be smart. You say that a couple times now. I looked, it's gone. I don't know oh, where it is. No. I told you this would happen. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh no. Uh I just it just makes too much sense yeah. for it to be combined. Cause if you do a remake of the original game and not have factions, which was a huge part of that game. Uh, even if you didn't touch it, that game is still huge. Yeah, um, that mode is still gigantic, and so yeah, it just makes too much sense. And the only thing that is like, when are we going to hear about it? Yeah, because right? you know for a fact this thing's going to be like fifty, sixty bucks, kind of like miles, and they oh, have yeah. to, and they have to go. All right, so this is why it's this price, and add something new. And I think factions is that thing, and I, and that's that really excites me because. You know, if you're in the PlayStation ecosystem, you understand The Last of Us multiplayer was severely underrated. It was so oh, damn yeah. good. And when I hear like from outside, like like Xbox folks or PC folks, I'm like, was it really that good? I'm like, oh, I am telling you, I was addicted to this thing for months. It I was got trying to be a non multiplayer person. In I put in over a hundred hours of that game during 2020, trying to platinum it and having a ton of fun and feeling like I was actually benefiting my team. Yeah, which is the thing that I often feel I suck at in multiplayer games. It felt like I'm always the dead weight. Not in factions, Mm-mm. not at all, because you have to work as a team. You know, gather supplies, and like it felt great. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely think that's what that's what is happening. But I do also think that this lends uh, credence to the fact that I don't think God of War is hitting 2020, uh, 2022. <sighs> I could still think that it can both happen. Because here's what I'm thinking. Xbox delayed Starfield uh, and Redfall, which Redfall wasn't a surprise. Starfield absolutely mm-hmm. was. Um, we're not going to get into the we're, we're, Xbox, y'all. Y'all deal with your stuff, okay? Stop attacking each other. It, it, just wait for the game. It's still going to be great when it comes out, I hope. Or you just settle down, everybody. I see the Xbox folks attacking each other over gamer score and like, where's your like, like it's like, it's like, show me your papers that you are a true Xbox player. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool it, Himmler. Jesus. Um, Starfield being delayed means PlayStation can wait. I don't think they necessarily need to drop God of War now knowing that their competition isn't going to be here in the later half. I don't think it's the the pressure is necessarily on PlayStation, but Kyle, sure. this is not an original thought. Our good friend Neo, our good friends over at Season Gaming, uh, they they stated it on the Bitcast, and I I a part of me does want this. 
Okay. What would you feel? How would what would your thoughts be, Kyle? God of War, 11, 11, 2022. <laughs> oh yes. Whoa. <laughs> I would love that so much. Yeah, that would be. That brings back the whole "here's how you share your games" moment from the, <laughs> yeah. the PlayStation uh, Xbox day. It would be uh, a meta moment for us dorks that are really into yes. this. It'll be like, "Whoa, yeah. that's a power move!" Everybody else cool. would be like, "Oh, cool! So it's eleven eleven. That's yeah. great." <laughs> I I do think it's still possible, Joe. Because okay. when I think of oh god, was it twenty twenty? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of uh, Ghost and Last of Us Part Two a month apart. True. Like I could still see that happening, and when I think about the possibility of maybe doing either God of War August, Last of Us September, because mm-hmm. Last of Us Day is September twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So if you want to release it like on the twenty third, which is a Friday, yeah, and and then on the twenty sixth, you know, celebrate the game's release and celebrate other cool things about the Last of Us, that could work. Or do again Last of Us remake in September, God of War in October. I could I could still see it happening. No, I could still it could still be viable. What a great argument, Kyle. This is why you're the best co-host yet again. <laughs> also, I just very desperately want to play both games. I mean, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Because as much as like we're like we don't need a Last of Us remake, we're all gonna buy it. We're all gonna enjoy it, and newcomers to the series uh, are gonna enjoy it as well when the show comes out for sure. Yep, great synergy there, PlayStation. But to me, yeah. I think you could have Last of Us in September, October, whatever. God of War come out in November. And that be the big tentpole game. Yeah. Um, but I also can see them going, well, we can have this here as a nice buffer. And if things aren't looking like it's going to pan out for God of War, we don't have to keep this release date. We can probably show it off or, or drop it in February. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't want another February situation because rumor has it from Jeff Grubb, a coward, by the way, a coward, because you still won't come on this show. All right. Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. How many times I got to ask? Nicely. Now I got to threaten. How many times do you have to read your name <laughs> yeah. in the stories? I want to talk to you. We've talked before, <laughs> man. <laughs> but um, no, seriously, though, it, you know, he, he came out and said, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, probably February, March. And I think I, I don't want another stacked first half. Just way too much game for one person to consume. So I I would much rather them come out 2022 or figure out a good release date that isn't going to be in an overcrowded month like Horizon was with with Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That being said, though, Kyle, very excited for this. I'm I'm pumped. Let's go. Full steam ahead. Uh, I'm ready for The Last of Us remake. I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little pumped, Kyle, for the next story on the list. Take it away. I, I literally got goosebumps because I'm about to read it. Let's and, go. And my ha- hair is sticking up. By Ryan Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN, Square Enix to make Final Fantasy VII announcements next month to celebrate anniversary. Final Fantasy VII remake director Tetsuya Nomura has said Square Enix will be making various announcements next month regarding the original game's 25th anniversary. As reported by RPG site, Nomura teased the announcements on a live stream from Final Fantasy VII spinoff, The First Soldier, saying that Square Enix would be celebrating the original game's 25th anniversary. Quote, Next month, we're planning to publish information related to VII's 25th anniversary, he said. I wonder how much I'm allowed to share about it. 
Next month, we will publish various things. End quote. Mm. Final Fantasy VII turned 25 years old in January this year, the anniversary of its original Japanese release. Its Western 25th anniversary is still upcoming. The original game launched in the States on September 7th, 1997, and in Europe on November 17th. Remake Part Two entered full development in July of 2020. An original Final Fantasy VII director, Yoshinori Katasi, said earlier this year that the development team would like to announce the game in 2022 if possible. Oh my god, that's awesome! <sighs> you know, recently I've been I've been like, you know what, Final Fantasy VII remake, goddamn gem. Yeah, that, that did get for me overshadowed by Last of Us Part Two, which is fantastic. I'll fight sure. for it. And Ghost of Tsushima, which is one of my favorite games, yeah. if not my Great favorite game year. of all time. Great uh, in far as games, yeah. Not great. <laughs> other, every, every, everything else, everything not great. Else. Great year in games. <laughs> yeah, great, great way I to had clarify that. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You would have been like a Doctor Doom villain, you know what I mean? That would be yeah. level of like, it's great, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Except that one thing in November. <laughs> that being said, oh, Kyle, I, I want to I want to know where your hype is because to me, this could be announcing Final Fantasy VII remake on like other platforms like Xbox yep. levels, which mm-hmm. I do expect. Um, though Square yeah. seemingly may be going to PlayStation awfully soon. I do still expect it, or this could be Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. What do, oh. what do you think it's going to be? Or I, you, do you think we're going to get other sexy old st- statues of people <laughs> posing? Because if you I haven't seen the not. Tifa statue, you should. I I, I hope. But not. In, it's in not officially mode. licensed, though. I don't. Oh, think. is it not officially licensed? I don't think so. I would hope that Square Enix didn't put their stamp of approval. On that, like Tifa um, doggy style, put it on a statue. Like, it's not square. just that, Joe. Like she's fully nude. Oh, oh my God, really? Like everything's modeled. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I don't think that's an official thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw the clothed one. I promise you. Mm, I went all in. It's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, not looking good for good old Mr. K Step <laughs> on the creep factor right now. <laughs> I love you so much. Uh, thank you. I That's love you the too. Best thing I've ever heard. I went all in. <laughs> um, I do think tr- uh, that it's a good chance we see a trailer or something. Right. I mean, I I'm dying for it. Yeah. Uh, but I do think a lot of it will be the. Here's the, um, I believe it's whatever crisis. Here's the mobile version of Final Fantasy VII, the chibi, cute yeah. little, you know, more of that. There's more pixel remasters. There's of stuff. yeah, like probably that kind of stuff. <sighs> if I wanna, if I wanna, you know, bring my hype levels down a little bit. Right. Right. Even though, yes, if they end with, he's making it seem like it's big. Um, I would love, I just want to see it. And yeah. I think there was image of some of the mocap uh, actors and, and it looked like it could be one of them, Sid mm. and like, Oh yes, please give me all, all the final fantasy seven characters. So here's my question for you. Yeah. Why do you think, cause I'm right there with you. I want to see what part seven is, or sorry, part two is um, I have no idea where the story's headed, but I'm interested in it. Uh, 
So, like, I, I don't know who to expect. You're talking about Sid. I'm like, oh, fucking Sid. Oh, yeah. I just got to play as the dog boy. I love the dog boy. He's my best Oh, boy. Red. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, for me. Oh, Cosmo Canyon. Oh, man. See? Wait I have no idea. Wait until you see Cosmo Canyon, Joe. Oh, my <laughs> it's gonna God. It's going to be glorious, okay. I hope. Oh, the music's it's stellar. So, my, my question to you before we move on is... Why do you think they've been holding back? I'm not saying like the announcement of PlayStation Bike Square is uh, January. Do we genuinely think, I know it was the title of the show last week. Do you think that they're holding it for a Square Enix Presents in June? Or do you think that these games will be part of a PlayStation showcase in June? I I mean, with Square, nothing is off the table. Off the table, (laughs) because I think, didn't they even show... Gameplay footage before E3 at the Final Fantasy VII concert yes. that year. Yes. When they want the night, literally the night before. So they'll do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, they're unpredictable. But I do that think way. the last three or four stories we talked about, they're building up to what could be a great PlayStation showcase in June. Yeah. Like God of War, Last of Us remake, Silent Hill 2 being a timed exclusive from PlayStation. Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII remake 2, 16. Right. Like there's a lot of like things. that's a sh- that's a good showcase right there. That is a stellar showcase. So like, and eh, we're bound to get one sooner I, than later. Sooner than later, I think a state of play is sooner than later. Sure. I think the showcase is still in September. Truth, but to, okay. like no insider information, just taking a look at patterns within the industry. Um, yeah. I do think we're gonna get a state of play for things that are coming soon, but I don't think it's gonna be like a big showcase. In my uh-huh. eyes, I think like what could happen is PlayStation go, hey, here's an update from our third party partners. And you see Final Fantasy and, you know, yeah. uh, Silent Hills there for sure. And there was that image. I don't know if you saw that. Im- I forgot who it was, but it was someone, I think, in Japan yeah. uh, for Sony. Um, and it was like, here's all our third party supporters. Right. Mm. And on that list was the the Avatar game. Oh, really? As as a, a Sony thing, okay, or, or or like so maybe they have marketing rights to that Avatar game from Ubisoft. Hmm. Sky's the limit, Kyle. I don't okay? know why. What's I matter? don't know why, but the the tears I mean, that you I was crying so hard that the tears aren't yeah, and they're, they're acidic now. You up? They're oh, acidic. No. I don't know what's going on with me, but Kyle, maybe as, the spider bit you and, oh, and the no. venom's coming out of your eyes. This is like it's like a Tony Maguire moment. I hope I wake <laughs> up and I'm shredded. If I'm not, did you say Tony Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Is dad Tony? <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. I got powers. Where do the webs come out of? You'd be hey. surprised. <laughs> Kyle, listen. Joe. We had a great talk up until this moment right here. Yes. So, gang, things are about to get real. Um, so I want to just state this for the record so that people have time to skip because we had a lot of fun and we are going to get serious. You brought the big boy pants out. We're going to talk about real life stuff because sometimes the real life stuff invades our, our sphere, right? Invades games. We did this during the black lives matter marches Mm -hmm. because PlayStation said, Hey, we're not going to be showcasing here because it wouldn't be the right time. So we talked about it. We brought in perspectives and hopefully we became better people because of the conversations, the hard conversations we had. Um, We've done that throughout the years and y'all seem to really 
dig it. It's a great moment for us to kind of gather together and kind of just have an honest conversation. So we are going to be talking about Jim Ryan's comments of, uh, of, of the pro-choice crowd. So if you don't want to hear any of that and you're like, stick to games, uh, or it doesn't jive with you because you're like me and I just want to talk about games and not the real world stuff. And you just want to kind of evade it link in the description. You got to skip this portion right here, right now. Trigger warning. You had time pull over, whatever you got to do. We are going to have a hopefully real conversation about Jim Ryan's words, their impact on the company and how some people may be feeling. So yeah, if that doesn't jive with you again, in the description, you can jump ahead. But I know this community. I know how amazing we are. I know that everybody is going to support each other and be with each other and yeah, support each other in this time of, of, of need. Absolutely. So Kyle, take it away. Good, sir. Uh, Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, in light of Sony's abortion rights stance, Bungie says it won't be muzzled. Sony's approach to the ongoing, ongoing abortion rights issue in the United States has reportedly come under fire from its own studios. After a controversial email by PlayStation boss Jim Ryan leaked, a report surfaced that developer Insomnia Games sent a 60-page document to its parent company, demanding that it does better by its employees. As a result, both Insomniac and Sony are reportedly donating to a reproductive rights organization, but on one condition. PlayStation Studios aren't allowed to release any official statements on the matter. Bungie, who is set to be acquired by Sony soon, has openly penned its stance on abortion rights and has now said that it refuses to be, quote, muzzled post-acquisition. This tweet by Bungie's community manager, Dylan Gaffner, got the nod of approval from a CEO, Pete Parsons, who simply replied yes to the above. Gaffner acknowledged that it'll take time for Bungie to prove that it's that it'll continue to stand for what it feels is right post-acquisition. The studio has been shooting sh- shooting down suggestions that it should, quote, stick to talking about games, end quote, on social media, arguing that politics affects its employees and staying silent isn't an option. Sony hasn't responded to any of the reports. Yesterday, Bungie also released an official statement regarding the recent Buffalo shooting and has pledged to financially assist the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is dedicated to combating hate, mongering, and bigotry. The studio promised to now to not allow racism and hate become part of its online community. All right. So first point by Jim Ryan. Uh, what was the quote? Why are people so angry at him within the organization? Um, he put out a statement on Friday talking about, first and foremost, to respect each other's opinion. I'm going to say something very controversial right here, right now. Go for it. Very controversial, which will get the lefties upset at me. He's right there. We need to respect each other's opinions. Most of them, not all of them. Some people have some shitty opinions, Uh y'all. But we should be able to have an opinion and us not be quote unquote, attacked for that opinion, right? I know some pro-life people. I know some pro-choice people. I know there, there, there are genuinely great people I've met on both sides of the aisle. And they're both out for their, what they feel like is the greater good. So I understand the argument of having to respect, quote unquote, each other's opinions. I'm always going to respect your opinion. If you come to me with something that I may not agree with, I, I want to at least hear you out because the way I see things is ideas come from ple- three places. Uh, 
They come from ignorance when we just don't know the subject and we talk out of our ass. They come out of knowledge when we look up and we actually research and we question our own beliefs. And they come from us actually talking to each other. You know, there's been a great study of like the best way to quote unquote win a debate is just let the other person speak. Because when you actually talk that idea out loud, it'll either start making sense or not making sense. And they're in there that person is then more acceptable to have their opinion or their mind changed. So I do agree with that though. I disagree with how he said it and how he then went on a five paragraph rant about how he owns two cats and wants a dog. That was nuts. I I didn't want to put it here because we would be, it would be a 15 minute us reading this monologue of a man that is, I am convinced. I said this on Twitter. I said this on cast co-op. I will say it here. I am convinced Jim Ryan is either a, a robot B an alien who is trying to act as a human, but is absolutely blowing his cover. Every time he talks, he's like, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't walk into the room and go, hello, fellow humans. Like, it just seems alien at this point. That being said, the way I would have went about it as Jim Ryan, and I'm sorry, Kyle, I'm going on a rant, but like, no, go for I would have been like, hey, we need to respect each other's opinions because I know this is a su- sensitive subject, but here's how I feel. And I want a- every woman here to know that this is a safe place to come to work and that you can, maybe if you need to take a day, talk to a superior, talk to your coworkers, talk about it with each other because that's how we're going to make this culture better. If we allow these conversations to take place, we'll be a better company for it. Mm -hmm. Way better. I could think of 19 other ways of how to approach it better than what Jim Ryan did. Yeah. Uh, Bizarre. It's It's just bizarre. It's like the, the, the parents that have to deliver bad news to, to their kids. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, let's go get ice cream. Just trying to divert the attention yes. uh, of bringing up cats and dogs. Like, no one gives a... Uh, you can't bleep me on this one, Joe. Mm-hmm. No one gives a fuck, Jim, yeah. about your cats and dogs. This is a very serious moment that is going on in real world that affects many, many people in millions your company. Yep. Yeah, millions of folks outside, but p- people, women in your company. And you're making light of the situation in yeah. a way like it that is what made me super mad on top of the fact of yes i, I you can have like playstation itself right not put out an official statement as as cowardly as i feel like that is right but to tell the other studios like no you're not allowed to you you can't say anything whatever because like we're you know on top of the food chain here you're you're under us you're our whatever i hate that That and i and i really want to first and foremost obviously applaud bungie because they're very clear for a very long time about who they stand for and and what they stand for but like i also want to applaud insomniac for taking the lead and really coming to a point to at least getting a lot of money donated to uh, 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 programs that need it that will help women yeah. going through the abortion issues and and allowing 
uh, employees to to go travel and get the care that they need if their state is going Florida. ass backwards. Right. Yeah. Sorry, so, like, Florida. <laughs> sorry, Texas. Looking at you. Like yeah. it's there. There was some good that came out of this, but it's still all the good that came out of this. Jim still looks like a fucking idiot. Yeah, and a coward. A huge coward. Because here's the thing. He had one job to protect the women at his company. You know what I mean? Blowing it. And and he's blowing it. And listen, this is is not just a PlayStation issue for anyone that wants to deflect. I get it. Like, you don't see Nintendo coming out. You don't see Xbox coming out. Mm -hmm. You don't see anybody. You don't see, like, Jackal. All I saw was, like, Bungie and Double Fine. Congratulations. Uh, Y'all are the Great places to work, it feels like. Yeah. Great, great places to work. Um, You know, and... To me, I mean, Captain Logan writes in, was Jim Ryan's statement acting more like a warning to other studios about voicing their feelings on things like women's rights, given the time between this statement and Bungie's? Um, To me, it was kind of, I don't know if I'd use the word warning, but it was a clear message of, we can't talk about this because we have stakeholders and shareholders, and they're the ones that are really pulling these levers, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's just a common thing that we see in corporations of if it's an easy win, we will take the credit on and we will lead the march on. Right. Like with PlayStation, with every company that you will see come June Pride Month, everybody's going to change their logo to the rainbow. And for that month, they'll be like, look at how all these cool things. Right. Like PlayStation will bring out like, look, we have lead protagonists that are gay. We're, look how great we are. Right. When it came to the war in Ukraine, everybody was just like, let's put it, make our yellow or, 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 or logos blue and yellow because that's an easy win for us. A good PR look when it comes to like the situations that are maybe a little bit harder to talk about. Um, just radio silent, you know? And that that sucks. And like, yeah, look, when I take a look at Microsoft, I'm like, most of those execs are women. Why aren't you all saying something makes me like, come on, ladies. You I know, mean, that but, is another thing that makes me mad. And I feel like makes a lot of people mad. Another man in power talking about women's rights. Right. Exactly. And like, Jim, stop. Bud, read the room. But like, to me, it's like what's even worse is what Jim Ryan said, which is like talking not out of his ass, but like talking yeah, in like this kindergarten level, like he's talking down to y'all, like, look, I have cats and I have a dog. We don't know what to do. You know, yeah. that is, I think, even more hard. Like, it's so much louder because the silence is there. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. they're the only ones that have messed up this wording. Nobody else is really saying anything. We're like, Jim, what is what's up with you, man? Like, yeah, come on. Um, How much sleep did you get last night? Like what? How tired were you that you thought that was a good idea? I don't know who I don't know who approved that. I wouldn't have. Um, right? I would have been like, "Hey, maybe choose the human moment, Jim," and he'd be yeah, like, "Thank you, exactly. Earthling. I mean, Joe." But like to me, it's like the other option was just like, "Hey, listen, I we should respect each other in our thoughts. We need to talk this out, though." But I'm not the person to lead this conversation. Here's someone who is way more capable mm-hmm. to, and then have have that person come out because it is true. Like I'm not going to sit here and, and, and talk to you about which other way, because I am a dude, I'm never going to have to have, you know, those hard, you know, um, I, I don't have Decisions. to have that worry. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but I know a lot of women that have gone through that 
Mm-hmm. And what makes me upset is that it may happen again to them and they may not have an opportunity to choose what they want. And that exactly. upsets me. That's the only way I can, I could come through this, right. As, yeah. as, uh, and, and to me that, that it sucks. I, I want to make sure that if you're a woman listening to this, there is a place for you here. You should not feel discriminated against. You shouldn't, you, this place should feel as welcoming to you as it is to me. Mm-hmm. And if, if it is not, you come to me and we will, f- we will make sure it is. Yeah. Same for me as well. Yeah. Come to us, yeah. man. I, 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 I feel but like you said, it it's, it's a tough thing to talk about. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yes, I am a, I'm a male. I shouldn't be dictating what should be happening to women's bodies and mm-hmm. their choices. Yeah. But I should have a say in in what making or in making sure that women feel protected yeah. and feel safe in the areas that they work and live and whatever. I I I put stake in that. Yeah. And I feel like there was zero empathy in Jim Ryan's statement. There was zero sense of all the female workers at, at PlayStation having an ounce of support compassion. from the CEO. Compassion, exactly, of of seeing what it's like in their shoes. There was zero of that in that statement, and that's what makes me mad. And just get a grip, Jim. Seriously, man, I just don't. This is a CEO Ooh. that cannot handle a human moment. No, in, he is strictly for the numbers and by you know, the numbers folks. And there's, there's no wavering. There's no coloring outside the lines. Jim yeah. Ryan, no. you got to stick with the strictness and that's it. And it. Yeah. It's, um, it really is a shame. And I've, I've, I think that's like the most heavily disappointed I've been in, in, in PlayStation leadership. I think Same. just ever again. And it's not because like, Oh, he said the thing that I disagree with. It's just how he said that. Like, yeah. Like we've had I, talks, like, are we disappointed in Jim Ryan's leadership? I'm right like, here right now more than ever. It's yeah. But like before I was like, yeah, give him benefit of that, whatever. But this, yeah, no, I am yeah. wholeheartedly disappointed. And I am because somewhat by, to be a fan of PlayStation, right. honestly, because like, to me, I think, uh, by suppressing one opinion, you're just letting the other one breathe. And that's what I don't like. Like, just let your employees have the conversation. They're adults. You don't need to talk to them and give them childlike, you know, uh, examples. Nope. Um, mm-hmm. They're adults. They can they can handle this, Jim. I hope you know that. Um, yeah. And many people want to voice their opinions, and they should. Um, yes. And I, I'm all for it. And listen, I'll end on this note. Because, you know, oftentimes I go to my mother for great advice. And she actually mm-hmm. came to me and she said, Joe, I want to come to you about something. I was saying, okay, sure. When this whole news broke out and she said, I'm going to be honest. I believe that from inception, that's life. I believe that if I was pregnant, I would never be able to abort. You know, the child wouldn't be able to. Even if it meant... Risking my own life. I don't think I could. But what I love what she said is, but that's my choice and I made it. 
I don't feel like I should have my choice imposed on someone else. She's like, that's for that individual to make up their mind on. That's the Christian way of doing it. And I, and, and I, and I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm of the same similar uh, brain length as her, I guess it's a weirdo, whatever. Um, and that's what we need to, re- to, to kind of come together and have that honest conversation with ourselves and with this community. It's why I love this community so much. Cause we can have these hard conversations. Um, unlike most communities out there, I know a lot of people that agree with what we're saying right now, but are afraid to say it because they, they don't want to lose, you know, a percent of a following. I'm not, I don't care. I don't care either. This is, this is the best community. We're making the best community in the world. I'd rather sleep well at night knowing that we stood for what we believe in instead of putting on a face and faking it for for a show. Yeah. So there you go. Um, that's our conversation. We love you that. all very much. Love you all very much. Again, if you have anything, you, you know, come to us and Please. we'll help you out the best way we can. Even mm-hmm. if that is, you know, shipping things to you to make sure that you, you got Absolutely. what you need. Wink, wink, nudge, yep. nudge. Um, that being said, Kyle, it is time for flash news. Oh, gotta run fast. Gotta run fast. Uh, Newell Doodle Shock. Oh, sorry, DualShock. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're past that. The DualSense wireless controller colors arrive next month, followed by new PlayStation 5 uh, console covers. Quote from the blog, today we are pleased to reveal the newest colors to join the PlayStation 5 family of color accessory options. Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, Galactic Purple, adding to previous release Cosmic Red Midnight Black Dual Sense Wireless Controller Colors. The latest Galaxy-inspired colors will launch globally starting in January. Sorry, this is the yeah, on their behalf. June 2022. I think this is an older one. No, this is a new one. They, they, they messed up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in, we are also including new PlayStation 5 covers to match the Galaxy-inspired DualSense wireless controller colors, Midnight Black, Cosmic Red, Nova Pink, and Starlight Blue, Galactic Purple. All right, yeah. so... The covers are here. The covers are here. They're coming in June. Yeah, no, what happened was, you know what it is? They, put, I think they actually like copy and pasted the old article, put it in the blog, because there was an update. update. They did their like, oh, okay. update to the story, and I didn't choose to do the update. I should have. No uh, Nagachaka writes in... Nagachaka. The new, the PlayStation news we've all been waiting for has finally arrived. More PlayStation 5 color plates are available to order. So the question is, which colors are you guys getting? Starlight, blue, galactic, purple, nova, pink, or all of them to mix mix and match? Here's where I need the community to come in here. Okay. Okay. I don't know why. You don't know why. But I'm banned from buying anything for PlayStation Direct. From all I know. Same, actually. <laughs> yeah, same. So we're not allowed to buy anything from PlayStation Direct. I've been trying yeah. to get these goddamn panels. I want them so bad. Will one of y'all DM me if you could purchase them? And then when they come arrive at your doorstep, ship them to me. <laughs> I would be greatly appreciated because I have a mighty need for galactic purple. A mighty need, Kyle. I need it. Yeah. I I think I've gone on record on the show. I want to get the blue and pink and do one panel of each. Yep. I think that would look really, really cool. 
I will pay for the shipping. I am dead serious. As I mean, I think say, they're gonna ass, come. Bruh. I think they're gonna come elsewhere other than just PlayStation Direct, but it'll just be a little bit. Yeah, it'll be a little it's bit. Like it'll the be controllers. Like, yeah, but it'll be like we have two in stock. You know, sure. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah. Like they're not gonna stock stock these. Yeah, think. probably not. I think this is like a direct from PlayStation is your best bet. But I will, you know what? I will take a trip to GameStop and be like, hey, guys, what's up? It's my my one quarterly visit. <laughs> Papa has come. Um, <laughs> give me thine pre-order sheet. I shall deduct what I want <laughs> from this inquiry. <laughs> like, dude, what is up with the accent? I doth know. <laughs> but seriously, I want Galactic Purple. Give it to me, Prato. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kyle, are you yes. holding on to something? Uh, yes. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Uh, just FYI, for the community members out there, anyone on Patreon, the road to greatness is next week. That episode is next week. We are playing, voted by the community. The PlayStation Plus game of the month, which is Tribes of Midgard. Yeah. You won. In addition to other games we've, we're, we've been yeah. playing, we'll talk cool. about. But yeah. for for the we want you guys to be more involved in that show and play along with us. So download Tribes of Midgard. Claim it. PS Plus this month. Next week, I'll tweet out and put in the Discord questions about the game you want answered on the show. And uh, we'll talk about it. I'm excited. I know yeah. you were really excited to play the game when it was first revealed. Yeah. I don't know if you played it already yet or. No, I played Curse of the Dead Gods, which Dead I Gods. really yeah. enjoyed so far. Yeah. Um, a lot to it. It's not like Hades level of like, oh, my God, this is amazing. But like, it's solid. It okay. definitely is solid. I can't wait because with roguelites, it's like you're learning the, the mechanics as you kind of go. And like you mm-hmm. test your theories out with each run. So as I'm testing those theories, out, I'm going to see how the game plays out more, but so far, so very good on uh, curse of the dead gods. Download nice. that gosh dang game tribes yeah. of Midgar. I will play during this week and maybe yeah. we'll stream it tomorrow. Who knows? Ooh, who knows? Uh, the 16th of may cubic lanes. Whoa. Lines. Lines. <laughs> that almost sounded like something else. <laughs> Joke on that Tifa statue from earlier. Uh, <laughs> do you know those details, Kyle? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, oh, God, no. <laughs> on PS4, uh, on the 17th of May, Fury on PlayStation game. 5. Ooh. Uh, Fury on PlayStation 5. I am actually thinking about picking that up. My name is Mayo 3 on PlayStation 5 and PS4. Kyle, how, Listen, was, how was it? I... Uh... Obviously, it's a it's a shame those games are even a thing, and yeah. that I played in platinum the first two. This one I feel worse about Fair. because they do a thing at the end where it becomes like a walking sim, and it moves so slow. I fell asleep while playing it. Uh oh, it wasn't. It was. It was just more fluff just to have more to the game. Right. It sucked. Uh oh. <laughs> but hey, I got the platinum. Uh, how long did it take you? Uh, like forty minutes. All right, listen, I feel like that is just a staple of PlayStation podcasts to take part of. So I feel like I must also go ahead and dip my toe in. Uh, Outward, the definitive edition on PS5 and PS4. May 18th, Behind Closed Doors, a developer's tale on PS5, PS4. 
Divination. I know, mess that up on PS5 and PS4. Ogre Console Edition. I think that's an RTS. Go, go for it, man. I, I'm a big fan of RTSs on consoles. May 19th. Dead Craft on PlayStation 5 and PS4. Eternal Threads on PS4. They always run on PS4. Vampires the Masquerade. Swan Song on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. On May 20th, Cotton Fantasy on PlayStation Ooh. 4 and Dolman. Listen, yeah. for all your Souls fans out there, give Dolman a shot. Planet uh-huh. of Pax East, it's a sci-fi Lovecraftian Souls game yeah. with a lot of different mechanics. Does get a little getting used to, but I dig it. Okay. It's pretty fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? I dig you, Kyle. I dig you. you. You've been you've been a great co-host this this week. Thanks. You know? You've been you've been coming out with just all these just you know. Hey, I'm all in, baby. You know, the, <laughs> just it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Thanks. All right. Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! It's time for our favorite segment. Rather, sorry, I got a little distracted. Uh, yeehaw! <laughs> Just a little whipper. <laughs> that, that, a smaller cowboy is running up because he's he fell behind. Well, you know what? Last week, wait for me. Yeehaw! 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 <laughs> last week we had like a like you know the like yeah, yeah I fell off the cliff. Fell off the cliff. <laughs> this one's reacting to it. It's like man, we lost Daryl the other day. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> a little bumped we got one question this week because everybody man y'all were throwing them in on that playstation yeah. uh tears list thank you all so much for the questions again you can write in via ps trophy room on twitter and or you could join our discord server some person said that the discord link that i had on the description is dead so i've replaced it with a new one so come enter it be part of the crew be part of the community it's awesome to see new people in and Hopefully by next week I'll be way more active in it. So I'm I'm very excited by that news. Kyle's grinning. He knows. He knows. So Yuna writes in, going, "Hey there, guys. Hope you're having a great day. I have been you, Yuna. Yes, yeah, same. Likewise, uh, I have been uh, going back to finish up the Mass Effect trilogy on Ooh. the Legendary Edition. Thank goodness. I was going back and forth and wanted to play in multiple games or just one, and went with just focusing on one. Yes, I'm romancing the best boy. Oh, the Karin. The Karin. Did I?" I mean, let me just quick, quick Google, quick Google. Uh, you got this. Because it's not Garrus. So, like, why would you say that's the best one? Oh, Because well, oh. he is of a character. Sorry. That's his last name. I just know him yeah, for yeah. Garrus. It's like Gary. Yeah, yeah, you know? Oh, that's what it is. Last name. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was his race. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Turian, right? He's a Turian. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Honestly, you know, great choice. Great choice. Because oh, yeah. if, if there was any alien I'm going gay for, it is 100% Garrus. <laughs> You know, and it's not like it's technically not. It's like, no, I'm full blown. Let's go for it. I don't know what, you know, All right. for Joe's it. sake, Garrus uh-uh. statues. <laughs> <laughs> Suggestive question mark. Uh, my question this week is, have any of you noticed a voice in the game or uh, a game and just instantly realize the voice actor to the character while doing one of the missions in two i noticed the voice from dragon age series in it and just made me go whoa him 
<laughs> I throw the ball to you guys. What voices have you heard that you instantly recognize? Uh, um, so this ties into a game that's on the PS Plus. Go for it. Classic uh, uh, for the for premium tier. Rogue Galaxy, which I talked about before. RPG, yeah. highly underrated. Uh, Will Friedle mm. voices the mm. main character. You're like, you might be like, oh, who's Will Friedle? Yeah. He's uh, uh, Corey's older brother in Boy Meets World. Oh, shoot. And the moment I played that game, when it first came out, I was like, I know that voice. Fair enough. That's cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, my God. Um, for me, anytime Troy Baker talks, I'm like, that's Troy Baker. Oh, yes. But like, he, he's like so good at what he does, other than like not shelling for NFTs, that like, I'm like, yeah, I'm convinced. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's a different character. But like, I There's always also- know him. Replaying Last of Us in 2020, yeah. um, I noticed a lot of the NPCs mm-hmm. are a lot of the voice or a lot of the cast of Critical Role. Oh, really? Like, oh, that's Travis Willingham. Oh, that's Liam O'Brien. Yeah. And so it's it's really cool just picking out those voices because that's what they do. And it, it's yeah. it's cool to see them in that. Like Ashley Birch is one as well. Which oh, is yeah. like, and she's actually she's so good. Like, I never know. I yep. really like I I do not so good. Got her in Tiny Tina's Wonderland is just fantastic. Nice. But like even uh, what's Troy Baker and uh, what's his name? Oh my goodness, Nolan North. It's like I know yeah. Nolan, but you're not fooling anybody. I know it's you. No, yeah. That, the, uh, but like I'm like I'm other than that like I'm a pretty dumb idiot when it comes to voices. Like I'll be like, oh that sounds like like X Y Z, and it's it's like no it's a b and c you know what i mean so uh-huh. well, i'm i'm pretty done when it comes to that stuff oh, that's really said, quickly yeah really quickly Please. speaking of nolan north yeah. i had a dream the other night that we interviewed him on the show well i mean that Asked dream is going to come questions about nathan drake and uncharted and stuff yeah. and it was a great time yeah that's good. that's going to happen here's the thing dream team of 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 voice actors we like to you know interview we got to have jane perry on the show Yes. I got I got returnal questions that only she can answer. Yes. Yuri Lowenthal. I just want to shake his hand. Yes. Let him know that he is the best Spider-Man. Yep. Um, Nolan North. I mean, come on. Nathan Drake. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And then I was talking about it with my brother the other night because y'all know me. If we just had the opportunity to talk to Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. Don't even know what I'd do. Yeah. I like we we peaked. I could walk away into the sunset. I could retire on a, a Cancun, you know. Like yeah. this is that's it. That's all I ever needed in life. I talked to him about the me. Joker. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You, you know me, Ashley Johnson, yeah. Laura Bailey. Yeah. I will melt that entire interview if that ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh god, there's so many voice actors I just want to talk to. So bad, Brianna and White, Michelle. who Who's did Aerith, she was Aerith in oh. Seven Remake. Her oh, first voice acting role. So like it would it would be cool to talk to her about that. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, that's, that, those are the ones that, that come to mind like immediately. Ashley Birch. I just want to know like what's yeah. how do you how do you enter that headspace? Oh, who's the guy that plays silence? I oh, want him. Uh, Lance Riddick. Yo, yes. What a voice. Yes. Like, Absolutely. Dave Fanoy. God yes. It's like, oh god, yes. The guy oh. who was cold in Deathloop? Oh, my God. I just want him to say mother <laughs> on the show so bad. <laughs> please call me him. Please call me that. <laughs> Sir, could you call me a mother please? <laughs> uh, it'll be such a banger of a time. Oh, uh, we almost went a whole show, Kyle. I'm keeping track, Joe. Oh, God. Listen, you got to say yours, okay? 
I get to say mine. All right. All right. Everybody, that's it. That's all the questions we got. Yuna, I, thank you for running in. But I will just say, if you're going to romance any butt, first off, in Mass Effect, I think I did end up being uh, Garrus because I was female Lady Shepard. I was like, mm. come on. I'm going to hold down. I'm going to hold down with Garrus. In Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 2, we are, we are, first off, Miranda. Yes. Uh, but like, she's, you know, she, she's, she's not the keeper. Uh-huh. It's Tali. Oh, 100%. Tali's the ultimate, like, Tali, we're marrying. I'm joining uh-huh. the Aquarian group, uh, group, you know, like, that's, yeah, that's what we're doing. I feel like Tali's the best choice. She's like the most wholesome. And yeah. Jack's your side piece. Jack's a side piece. Yeah. Um, but like, here's the thing though: romance options, Mass Effect. It really just felt like all the ladies, right? You did like you got Garrus. What yeah, Garrus. Um, do thing, the Toad guy. Uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, from I know. three, Jacob. Yeah, the see, it just feel like it was all throwaway. You know, that's what yeah. I'd like. You know, in, Ma- in the next Mass Effect. Yeah, let's let's get more you know beefy dudes or whatever. <laughs> you know, let's get some beefcakes in there. Jesus, I think in Dragon Age Inquisition, I think you can date the big like Minotaur dude. You can, and from what yeah. I hear, it's like one of the most like meaningful like romances. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that's, I think great. that's awesome. Do more of that, that. You know, yeah, I feel like like romance options. Dragon Age had more like variety. You know, like you could date the bad boy Anders. <laughs> you could go, sure. You know, bang the Minotaur guy, like. <laughs> I also I think we're at this point in games where like don't limit to me just to like six options. Yeah. Everyone's on the table. Yeah, every everyone's on the table. And how about like you know it'd be really nice too? It's like <laughs> Oh no. I'm afraid where you're about to go. It's with not this. just like this the weird, awkward Star Trek like sex scenes, you know? That 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 that's the crescendo. It's like there's more to it after the intercourse (laughs) because to me it's like 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 have it where like that's impactful like to them like like you're making choices together like there's like a secret option that is like open because you're in a relationship with that character where Uh it's just like oh this is like trust that is on another level or like maybe they impact like there's like a a super either evil path or like a super good path that i can choose or like a neutral one that arrives you know that 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 prompts that you never had, or before. or like on a technical level, you get like a certain buff in a stat because they're there in your the, group because you're like you're together and yeah. they buff that certain stat, but that only happens when you reach that level. And I'm not <laughs> saying just after you bang. I'm just saying like the relationship <laughs> being so strong. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, focus yeah. on the relationship. I think. Yeah, that'd be nice. I want to. I want a scene of us just hanging out on a catch couch watching netflix yeah just talking you know just what no I mean? just like yeah exactly yeah. go to movies out to dinner <laughs> more dinner dates you know what i mean more dinner dates you know the yeah. kids are there and now it's a whole ordeal you can't go out anymore yeah oof parenting but yeah no that's what i would like yeah it's just make it more about the relationship you're building with those characters that'd be cool i don't know yeah. Gameplay mechanics. Look at me trying to think like I'm a smart or something. <laughs> Kyle, that is it. That's been the trophy room this week, bud. What an awesome week it's been. Awesome week. Anything yeah. you'd like to spotlight before you get on out of here? Sure. Myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter, PSN, all the things. Uh, go check out all the indie games coverage we do at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. 
Uh, we got some cool things over there. A lot of cool write-ups and whatnot. And check out the Hour 61 Indie Twitter, because Mike's been doing a fantastic job of highlighting smaller indie games that look super, super cool. Yeah. And it's a good way to just check out some cool things that are coming up. Honestly, y'all are killing it on the social front. Yeah, Mike's yeah. Mike's a genius, man. He's a genius. I love him so much. I can't wait. We're going to be at their wedding in, what, two months? Oh, God, don't make me. I'm officiating. I'm so nervous. I'm going to ah. cry the entire time. It's going to be a mess. How are you, Mary? Yeah. <laughs> I was there the whole time. <laughs> uh, from the beginning. <laughs> no, it's I love beautiful. you so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Friends, happiness. You love to see it. Everybody. Yeah. That's been the Trophy Room this week. You can follow the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can be a part of the community over at the Trophy Room Discord server. You can follow me at Mr. Badbit over on Twitter. You can follow the show wherever you find your podcast service of choice. And if you like this episode, please, 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 it really does help us out. Uh, drop us a five-star review, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us out. We've hit over 312 reviews on Spotify. We have officially, or sorry, we're two five-star reviews away from 260 on the American side. Um, we're at 360 reviews worldwide. I'd love to get us to 400, y'all. That would be just such a darn treat. That'd be, that'd mean the world to me. So if we could do that, that'd be fantastic. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love you. We're all in.